we see many young fruitpreneurs who want to start up cannot do so because they don't have the financial capital to start up a brick and mortar restaurant. You are looking uh, at a financial capital of about 200 to 300,000 ringgit to start up your own restaurant. But cooks, if you have just about 10 to 20,000 ringgit, you could already start up. You're listening to Foodie Canteen. I'm your host, Castle Lim. And in this podcast, I'm sitting down with Southeast Asia's leaders, entrepreneurs, and content creators in the FMB space. In this podcast, you will learn about their trade secrets, or you'll just find them as your next door neighbor. This conversation is brought to you by PayLater by Grab. For listeners, you can now get up to 50 ringgit rebate on your online purchases. This allows you to get what you need now and pay next month, or pay in four monthly installments interest-free. Jom, shop online with PayLater by Grab. TNCs apply. Today on the show, we have the founders of the latest club kitchen concept in Malaysia. Their story is one you wouldn't want to miss. Stick around for more. Hi, Sadiq. Hi, Ken. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Hi, welcome. So happy to have you here despite your busy schedule. It's hard to get the, all of you here today. But uh, we want to know more about Cooks. Uh, it's surrounded by five great minds. For listeners who have never heard of Cooks, can you tell us what is this all about? Um, so Cooks uh, essentially is a cloud kitchen, um, providing kitchen space um, with the innovative solutions that we create to tackle the ongoing challenges uh, faced by the F&B industry over the years. Um, by enhancing the operational efficiency, right? Yeah. In, in, in summary, I think the, the, the cloud kitchen concept is not new um, um, in the world, but in Malaysia, it's still relatively new. Yeah. And uh, Cooks is the fastest growing uh, cloud kitchen, which provides an all-encompassing tech solution, not just renting out kitchen spaces, but also mm-hmm. uh, the digital solutions behind it, uh, uh, getting the best deals with food delivery partners, uh, ensuring that there are great discounts, ensuring that immediately someone who, who is as young as 25 years old who, who believes in starting up his, his or her own restaurant cannot immediately start it up with a capex uh, of, of, of about uh, 10 to 30,000 ringgit, uh, minimal yeah. um, um, money needed for investment. So I think this is the best way to ensure that we can support great cooks out there. So cooks supporting great cooks, that's our, wow. that's our mantra. Yeah. I mean, cloud kitchen, a lot of people translated it as dark kitchen, virtual kitchen, ghost kitchen. But actually, what is a cloud kitchen? Like you say, it's a fairly new concept in Malaysia, even though it's not overseas. How does it work? So, uh, like you said, uh, cloud kitchen has been around overseas for quite a number of years. Um, it recently started in, in Malaysia probably two years ago. Um, essentially, what cloud kitchen is, is a kitchen space provided to our F&B brands. Yeah operate of all sizes um, focusing on delivery mm. so that's why you have all the different different names like dark kitchen or even a ghost kitchen because uh, the traditional model of a cow kitchen is actually in an unseen area so it can be on top on top of the shop lot or um, at the back street you know back alley you know not seen not on the front row front, front street um, focusing on delivery because the the orders that you do are on delivery, hence you do not need to be seen, you know, in a way. Um, but for cooks, we are we are a little bit of a hybrid 
Yeah. So on top of being just focusing on delivery, we do have um, the takeaway and also we have a significant amount of time in. Mm-hmm. So we are we are more of a hybrid instead of just a, a cloud mission. So all five founders actually come from fairly different backgrounds. Who plays what mm-hmm. role? Um, so uh, I'm 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 the only one in the F and B industry. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm in charge of uh, operations. I'm the, actually the CEO, and we have uh, Stuart Leong, who is the our chief development officer, mm-hmm. who in charges of uh, building all the Cook's location uh, with his uh, construction background. Uh, then we have uh, Xiong Ong, um, a software engineer from San Fran, uh, came back to Malaysia for good and he's in charge of building our tech, tech, tech stack. And then we have uh, Finish, Finish Sinha, who was an entrepreneur for the past decade you know, in the um, sustainable industry. Yeah. And yeah, we have Tariq. Tariq, you want to tell us a bit about what you do here? Yeah, um, I, I help on the innovation and disruptive side of things um, and also connecting uh, people with one another um, and also on the marketing side uh, of things as well. Uh, but as um, you may have heard, the team is a, is a very power compact team. Yeah. Uh, we all bring our own expertise and different sets of experience. But when combined, uh, I think it's, a very, it's, it's, it's been a very exciting team to work with. So were you all friends before this? Like, how did this idea come about just to f- bring these five powerhouses together? Um, so we're actually not. So I know uh, some of these guys uh, through Vinish. Um, me and Vinish were uh, longtime friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in my past experience, I've seen the struggle we have uh, been facing in the F&B industry. Mm-hmm. So when when I created Cooks, when we started Cooks, uh, this was a, the team was a purpose-built team. Yeah. As you can see, it's a, it's a very diversified team. Everyone uh, is champions in their own field. So, no, we, to answer your question, we, we were not friends, but um, it was a purpose-built team. Yeah. But, uh, but, but now we're all friends. <laughs> now we're all so, friends. <laughs> so, yeah. So, now, now, I mean, definitely, we, we've worked uh, well with one another. Uh, we all have our own sets of KPI. We all have... Uh, um, uh, our own areas of expertise. Mm. But with that, we need to ensure that we can grow cooks quickly uh, to be uh, the fastest growing cloud kitchen in Malaysia and hopefully in Southeast Asia. Yeah. So where, where is cooks now? I mean, how are the responses so far? Um, despite the pandemic, the response has been great, right? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, um, we started operating in June. Mm. So... We are now at 90% occupancy. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the response has been great, um, particularly because we see many uh, young fruitpreneurs who want to start up cannot do so because they don't have uh, the financial capital to start up a brick and mortar restaurant. Because right. in, 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 in great areas like Monkiara, Bangsa, uh, TTDI, on average, rental cost is about ten to 15000 You need to hire at least five staff. Now on top of that, you need to buy all the kitchen equipment. You need to renovate your brick and mortar restaurant. So you are looking uh, at a financial capital of about 200 to 300,000 ringgit to start up your own restaurant. But Cooks, if you have just about 10 to 20,000 ringgit, you could already start up. Rental is, 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 is ridiculously uh, affordable. I think it's about uh, uh, 2008 
to 5,000 ringgit a month. We already get the basic kitchen equipment for you. So in a way, I think that's the, large, the, the, the biggest contribute, uh, contributing reason as to why uh, many, even well-established brands uh, have moved into cooks, including young entrepreneurs also deciding to move into cooks because during pandemic time, it's not easy um, mm. and it's very tough. However, we believe that this business model is not just a pandemic business model. Yeah. Um, uh, I think moving forward, there will be many more Malaysians who will order food online. Um, and at the same time, as the cost of labor increase, the cost of rental increase, um, cost of renovation increase. So that's where there's a great need to have affordable kitchen spaces to be rented out with a digitalized solution to maximize profits to ensure that um, our young entrepreneurs and established brands uh, can come in and survive. Yeah. I think that was one of my questions. Like, is this a pandemic boom or is this concept here to stay? I definitely think that this is here to stay. I mean, we've witnessed many Malaysians, even those who we never expected to go buy food online, now doing so. Classic example, my parents. I mean, uh, they used to, they used to, I mean, my mom uh, was a teacher, just retired. She used to pay her students 20 cents to, re to reply to my SMS and WhatsApp then. Uh, however, now, even uh, she and my dad are all on Grab, almost everyone in my family. And, and I witnessed that trend not just happening, you know, among, among upper middle class Malaysians. No, now it's reached uh, to, to, to all different sets uh, of, of, of Malaysians. And I believe with that, uh, online delivery will be very powerful, especially now when people are moving to, to digital payment solutions, even the government incentivizing through different, uh, different budgetary uh, subsidies to ensure that people do subscribe to, to online solutions. So I, I believe that this, this is the future. Uh, we need... Uh, uh, I think the cloud kitchen industry will expand very quickly in Malaysia. Therefore, Cooks wants to position itself as the best and fastest growing cloud kitchen in Malaysia and the future Southeast Asia. I think restaurant owners, they are breaking even because their profit is taken up by real estate. Is that something operators should be concerned about with cloud kitchens? Um, when you speak about rental, yes, a big chunk of the revenue actually goes to the uh, rental, especially mm. we are on, we are on the high streets like Bangsa uh, or even in the mall, right? That's uh, always been the killer. Um, but that is why cooks or car kitchen is the best solution for now, right? So with 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 cooks, the concept you initially the barrier of entry is the lowest, and you pay the least of capex um, to start your business. So instead of a traditional bread and mortar business, pay. Um, you need easily, like Sadiq mentioned, 200 to 300,000 to start. Now, you only need a fraction of it, or even 10% of it, you are able to start your own brand online. And, and it, it's really a, a great solution for all, especially the startups, to try out their brands, right? To, to, be, to start, instead of starting a cafe, and it requires such a high startup cost. So, so if brands solely operate in the cloud kitchen space, it's hard for them to build long-term relationships through memorable moments with their customers, being mm -hmm. able to meet their customers face-to-face. -face. What's your take on that? Um, so with the delivery uh, competition also rising, I see uh, a few key dif differentiate, you know. Um, first of all, the food has to be really great because now, like you said, there's no experience, you know, to be 
we feel with the delivery. Um, the food has to be top notch, right? And as well as the packaging. The packaging plays a big part in, in the delivery scene, you know, because we have seen a lot of the restaurants for the sake of uh, surviving now during the pandemic, they are just, they are doing delivery and they are, they are providing a very low quality of uh, uh, takeaway packages mm. and in and even using the styrofoams and the plastic bags, you know, which are not very environmentally friendly. Mm. So um, by upping the game of the packaging, you know, it gives uh, the client uh, still the same quality of food as dining in, as well as um, being environmental friendly. Yeah, I, I mean, just, just, just to add, just to add to what Ken mentioned, I think the whole restaurant experience is not just about the dining experience. Uh, it's the great food, great packaging, great pricing, all of this uh, falls into a more wholesome narrative. And uh, I believe uh, Cooks uh, covers that. Above and beyond that, uh, Cooks has, um, has, has created a hybrid model uh, where we also have uh, a dining option, obviously not now during COVID, but after about 40 seats. So it's a shared seating model um, where people could also opt in. But as I mentioned just now, as online deliveries, people eating at home, uh, the number of people increase, the experience of eating at home privately with your date, with your parents, with your friends and family, um, good food, arrive quickly, cooked well, affordable, uh, to many, I believe it's a lot more meaningful um, as they get that level of privacy and comfort being in your own private space and sphere. And I think post-COVID, people will realize that to a great extent. Um, so I think that's why it's, it's, it's great to capitalize uh, 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 on this as well. I, I imagine that having five founders for a business can be both exciting and difficult. How do you guys make the right choices together? Um, I... I, we don't seem to have any problems so far. I think we are very focused with our vision, our goal, which on the bigger picture is just to help and disrupt the F&B industry, right? And like Sadiq has always been, um, we, are, we are always here to disrupt, you know, in every industry that we do. So we are, we are very focused on that. And I think with the team that we have now, um, we're all very aligned with what we do. Mm. And with that, we we do pivot a lot just to overcome some of the, the challenges and obstacles um, as a startup. But yeah, at the end of the day, as long as we are focused on the goal, then I think we're we are fine. That was the co-founders of Cooks. You are listening to Foodie Canteen and we will be right back after a short break. This episode is powered by Paylater by Grab. Our listeners can now get up to 50 ringgit rebate on your online purchases. This allows you to buy what you need now and pay next month or pay in four monthly installments. And did I mention, it's interest-free. TNCs apply. With Sadiq's passion for the youth and like you said, Ken, your passion for cooking and food, what role do you see cooks playing in furthering your visions in your particular fields? I, I believe in one, supporting uh, foodpreneurs so that they have a place to pursue their passion, so that anyone who has dreamt of being a chef or starting up a restaurant can do so at minimal cost um, and bring in the disruptive tech solutions behind it. 
Um, so that's one. I believe in supporting entrepreneurs. That's, that's why if you look at the price range of Cokes, it is by far the cheapest and most affordable in the market. On top of that, we are the only ones who have secured um, the best deals with food delivery partners uh, and also located in the most strategic areas. Um, above and beyond that, um, um, I also want to ensure that Cooks becomes the fastest growing cloud kitchen in Malaysia and Southeast Asia and therefore positioning um, a disruptive solution um, from a Malaysian company uh, mm. to move the Malaysian brand uh, and ideals forward. Uh, I'm a fan of disruption and I believe this is a way to disrupt the F&B industry. I think the reason we started this because based on my experience, you know, the F&B industry is, is, is a very competitive industry. I think we all know um, many of the brands do not celebrate their 50th anniversary and this is a global study, right? So, um, Cooks essentially is, is the solution for the future right, for F&B industry and, and with the uprising delivery demand, um, even pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, you know, you have changed because consumer behavior. It's really the way to go, especially for the startup brands. And so there's any, any brands, right? Even the established brands, uh, we have actually seen some of the big, biggest brands shutting down a lot of their outlets. And there's no two ways about it, right? So with, with Cooks, we are able to provide the perfect solution for this, these established brands and they have a better chance of surviving. So do you hand-select the operators for quality and variety or everyone is welcome in? Um, we like to say Cooks is for everyone. So we, we do not curate, we do not select. We, we are here to provide a solution, as I mentioned. So we, we like to give everyone an equal fair chance from the big brands to even the startups. You know, we have... We, we, for our current lease of uh, merchants, the, it's pretty even, I would say. You know, we have some of the big brands. We also have a lot of other startups. We even have uh, Sadiq's mom as a retired teacher taking up a kitchen space, selling uh, delicious lasagna. We've been eating it every day. Um, we also have um, musicians, uh, retired musicians that have sold their guitar just to start up the brand, right? If, if it's not for cooks and what we provide, um, they will not be able to start their own F&B brand by just selling a guitar. Mm. So, yeah. So the big brands and mom and pops, there's a huge gap between these two mm -hmm. categories. How do you help to boost orders from smaller operators should they not be performing? Um, I think a lot of times they're not performing. It's not because they cannot produce good food. And a lot of time is due to mismanagement. So that's where um, our expertise comes in. Um, we help them manage, uh, consult them and give them advice since they're new, right? They're, they all, they're all they do is cook and, and produce um, what they love to cook. So by giving them opinions and advice and consultation on the menu, on the cost saving, on uh, optimizing and standardization of the menu, um, they have a uh, at the chance of uh, surviving instead of just promoting them out in the in the market you know i mean that's that's more essential to me in in creating a sustainable brand compared to just promoting 
and marketing the brand. What were some of the challenges you guys faced when you were setting up Cooks? Um, I think the biggest challenge was awareness, right? For Malaysia, I think it's still fairly a new thing. A lot, a lot of the public have heard of Cow Kitchen, but do not know exactly what Cow Kitchen is and can do for them. So for a lot of traditional brick and mortar F&B operators, they still start with that, that business model. Mm. So to, to, to create an awareness is the challenge to, to, to allow them to understand that delivery is the future, that cloud vision is the solution for them, you know, if they wish not to be in a brick and mortar business. And even some of the friends that has a brick and mortar business um, can have uh, can survive, uh, can open a cow kitchen brand, you know, and, and, and scale much, much faster. So they, we need to educate the, the public more on the event, on, on this matter. So last month, Cooks actually partnered up with Grab. That's very exciting. Can you tell us a little bit more about that partnership? Um, uh, Grab has been an amazing partner. Um, and obviously, we want to ensure that all our tenants will have uh, multiple revenue streams to work with. Uh, there's the Cooks web app, uh, which they can share with their friends and families and supporters to buy food from. Above and beyond that, uh, uh, Grab has been great in also supporting um, young entrepreneurs as well. So as a consequence, when we bring in now 26 club kitchens together, uh, then we can also push for economies of scale and better rates uh, with the food delivery partners. Um, um, so we do get um, uh, preferential rates, um, which I'm not in position to disclose now, but to tenants, they know it. And it's been quite a substantial amount uh, because, for an example, let's say you are, uh, you are, you are a very small footpreneur. Uh, you're coming in for the very first time. You want to experiment. Um, and therefore, you take up a place at Cooks. Uh, if you were to negotiate on your own, your food delivery partners would be the the percentage would be very very high. Uh, on top of that, um, we also have big brands uh, who are coming in who already get the best rates uh, by their own. So when we when we piece them together, uh, we fuse their 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 own respective strengths, and that's where uh, we negotiate better with food delivery partners because these are established brands uh, and also up-and-coming brands together negotiating for the best deals, uh, which in the end, we don't take a single cent. All the discounts are directed to our merchants and our tenants so that they get the best benefit out of this. And, I mean, uh, great, uh, Grant has been a, a great partner, right? Uh, by partnering with them, uh, first of all, the integration with their app and ours has been amazing. The user experience uh, for the merchant uh, has been seamless. They are able to, to, to have all the integration ready and with a click of a button on our side of the app, everything is being, being changed on that side. So it's, I would say that is a, one of the game changer for us. It allows uh, the merchant to, to operate a lot more efficient on that. And on top of that, um, with all the promotions that uh, 
Grab has uh, given us because we we actually represent uh, 26 brands. So it, it does help the merchant uh, brand awareness a lot better. So a lot of uh, cross promotion that uh, Grab are, are, have done with us with all the brands. So it's, it's not... It's not so much on, um, not just on uh, the commission, the preferential rate, but also on building the brands that are under Cooks. So what are the business milestones you would like to achieve with Cooks in the long run? Um, the, the goal would to be have Cooks all over Malaysia. Right? So our, our vision is, our goal is to have 20 outlets um, across the peninsula of Malaysia. Um, and probably in the Klang Valley and some the other 10 will be in either states like Penang or even Johor or Nakamaka, you know, where where uh, the people in that region are lack of their delivery. And we can also bring some of the brands that are in Klang Valley, um, the famous brands, right? They are not in those regions and bring them and have, it, have them in those areas. So what are you guys working on now? I, I heard that you guys are raising funds from the public. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so we are, we are currently um, doing our fundraising, uh, our equity uh, crowdfunding on uh, Pitchin. So we'll be closing the round in August. And yeah, hopefully with, with that, we are able to to raise the funds uh, needed for us for, for the extension. And my final question today is, do you have any advice for entrepreneurs who are looking to take their first step just like you guys? Um, I think one quote that I've always lived by is when luck knocks, you know, where opportunity, luck is when um, opportunity knocks and you answer. So a lot of time we we the, the opportunity is right in front of us and we just missed it because you know we're lack of confidence or we're just not ready, you know. Um to me I see the difference between um entrepreneurs who is successful is you know when you whenever you see the opportunity, you just grab it, right? You don't know how to do it, just say yes and then think how to do it. <laughs> I think that's something I've always lived by. Now. I think follow your heart. Follow your passion uh, because uh, being young, we are bound to make mistakes here and there. But when the heart is in the right place, uh, all will go well and we'll keep on breaking whatever walls are placed uh, in between us and our success. Um, but secondly, never suffer from analysis paralysis. At times, we tend to be too risk averse to the point that we are so afraid to take the first step. Not to say this is an excuse for you not to analyze, but don't overanalyze to the point that you are paralyzed from moving forward. Um, um, being young, follow your heart, follow your passion and keep on driving forward. Wow, I'll take this advices to heart. Thank you so much, Sadiq and Ken, for coming on the show and sharing your story. I wish you the best of luck in helping Malaysian businesses in these tough times. Thank you very much. Thank you very it. much. You have just listened to Foodie Canteen. This episode is brought to you by Paylater by Grab. Special thanks to Sadiq and Ken for sharing their story. This show is produced by me, your host Castle Lim, and co-written by Mei Rei Kwa. 
Foodie Canteen podcast is made possible by the excellent team at Good Foodie Media. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Foodie Canteen for more. Follow us for brand new episodes every Friday. Thanks for listening. Thank you.